What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. Good day, everybody. Good day, hey, Dino. Hey, hey, hey. What is up? Same oh, shit, different toilet. You know how it that's is. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I am your host, Dino Red, and I have with me my co-host, my rider dies, a Mr. Pip Lily. Hey. Good. Hello, everybody. Hi. And Miss Dejan Monique. Hi, everybody. You know what time it is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we got lots of, uh, oh, we got lots of feedback for, um, well, I wouldn't say lots of feedback, but we got some feedback, uh, uh, some good feedback for our first show back Yay. and for, you know, and lots of, uh, comments and opinions on the crew. So we'll get to that at the, uh, awesome. in the, at the end of the show. Shout out for everybody that's listening. That's what's up. That's right. Man, have you guys ever, okay, I think everybody's played the game where you say, even if it's just to yourself, you know. Like, if I won a lottery, I'd mm-hmm. do this. And if you had this just, you know, just crazy amount of money, like, uh, was it Sally had? Uh, Google gobs, I mean redundance. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, dollars on dollars on dollars. <laughs> that's like an old hip-hop reference there. But um, what about, you guys ever think, like, if I just had, like, 20, 30,000 to invest, like, what would I do? You guys ever think about that? Like, if I just had a little money to invest, like, what would I invest in or... I would like to invest in this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I like, I've always had my eye, try to have my eye on the future. Okay. And uh, I'm looking at like starter apps and such. That seems to be, everyone needs Mm -hmm. apps now and everyone needs developer of apps and anyone can create an app. But if you have a really, really great app that's not covering something that hasn't been covered yet, you know, I would love to get on the bottom floor and be part of that. Oh, yeah. You know, I would have loved to, like, I remember the first time I saw Instagram, I thought, this shit is awesome. <laughs> this is better than Facebook because you ain't got to read shit. Nah, look at the pictures. I wish I had invested in it. Right? That's true. Um, what about I you? I think I would have to invest in something like um, like some Bitcoin or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. Get into that internet money because that is just like Yeah, Bitcoin and Ethereum is a uh, basically a Bitcoin counterpart that's... 
I don't need that could be a whole show. I, I thought about what saying. Ethereum is, but that 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 know, would you know a lot of I got a lot of friends who are really into that right now. Just this yeah, week, see? I was reading about Bitcoin. See? I was thinking about that. Did I miss the wave? Is that what, is that what the article said? No, okay. <laughs> no, but it was actually talking about this <laughs> other sure. this other form that Ethereum. You're about that, that's that's uh, the new Ethereum. one. Okay. That's like yeah, oh well now yeah. Do yeah. I have to now I have to research like what's better, what's best? Maybe get do, do both. I know, right? Yeah, it's it's a trip. Ethereum is like this whole other thing. It's like not just currency, but it's like an app and okay. this whole technology all in one kind of thing. It's it's pretty awesome and also kind of mind boggling too. Mm. So, like I said, I don't even want to get into it because it, it's like a whole show, and I don't even understand it on that level. But I have enough of an understand understand that like it's deep. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, that's a, that's very deep. So, but I definitely uh, would yeah like that. Okay, well, my thing is, and this is what made me even think of this, is like, you know, on my, on my uh, commute, you know, sometimes just taking in the size, whatever. But right, right, you know, my areas being, I guess you can call it gentrified, and there's uh, lots of construction going on and things like that. And a couple of, uh, or this one property owner guy, pretty smart, there's an apartment building like a half a block from here over on 54th. And what he did was he took the whole first floor uh, it's a two-story apartment building, mm-hmm. and it took all the first-floor apartments and converted them into storefront units. Okay, so that he can re- and I, he's getting ready for the train and for all the sure. uh, you know Hustling everything. That, right, right. And I was like, wow, that was smart, man. That was so smart. But uh, so there, and then right across the street, uh, going up towards Crenshaw, one block, there's a um, a place on the corner that used to be a barber shop, and I've been in there because I, I went to that barber once or twice before. I realized he sucked. <laughs> oh, um, dang. I ain't never heard nobody that went to that one, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was thinking, like, man, this place would be a great little Central Perk type place. Like, mm-hmm. on Friends, are there any Friends fans here? Yeah, yeah. Used to, yeah. Remember Central Perk? Yeah. Okay, well, I always like that place. I was like, always wish I had a Central Perk in my neighborhood mm-hmm. to, like, you know, Probably to lounge good. in or whatever. Yeah. That's and a I, risky business, though. That's like a bar. I'm almost, sure it is. You know? I'm sure it is. I mean, but nowadays, anything that's like... anything that's kind of a restaurant type place or whatever. Sure. Is, you know, but we're just talking fantasy here. Sure. But anyway, um, I'm like, that would be... this. My, my fantasy is, like, if I have, you know... $30,000 or whatever to invest in it and I, I would open a up a place idea. like that and then let my wife and daughter run it in the daytime and I was like thinking like all the different things like it could be like one I could have like open mic with you know poetry slams and you know MCs and and uh, we could even do like I like I said I've been in there there's a, a nice room upstairs that we could use for a podcast studio. Okay. And then downstairs, we could have, like, events and live shows. I was oh. like, we could just do the most with man. that place, you know? Oh, I mean, that sounds like a good idea to me. You know? Well, it sounds <laughs> like you're also investing something that's not just for commercial returns, but something for social returns as well. Yeah, and personal. I always think about, like, I always try to, like, I always, I always think about stuff like how it would... You know, I could live out these other fantasies and things that, you know what I mean? Like, sure. I even thought about, like, okay, like, maybe on the weekend I could, like, do catering and have, like, mm-hmm. brunches or something. Or people could rent it out mm-hmm. for, like, you know, these small birthday yeah, parties yeah. or something like that. And I could cater it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Put, a you know, a little commercial kitchen in there or whatever. You know, yeah. it's just, like, just like a multi-use type of... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is a really nice little space there. And it's not that little you know it's it's a decent size rental like. spaces are always good for rehearsal spaces for artists mm-hmm. yeah. cheap rental spaces yeah. will always be good especially in a, a neighborhood like this yeah 
So yeah, that's just I was on the on the way to work the other day, and I just was like, wow, that would be like so cool. <laughs> and then the fact is, like right around the corner from my house, like yeah. you know, a thirty second walk that makes it super convenient, you right. know. But you know what else I would do if I had a little exchange? What's that? I always wanted to start my own line of designer bumper stickers. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yes. I'm thinking, I'm thinking she's going to say designer stickers. of some kind of clothing, you know, like no, bras or stickers, something like, for girls with big areolas or something. You know what? <laughs> what? That's, that apparently, that's already out. So I'd have missed that wave too. Shit. <laughs> I'd have missed that. No, that's for the erect nipples. We keep telling you, it's not about the areolas. Okay, so. but they have the one that's like, you know, can make it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with you about uh, this. We're not going back. <laughs> but yes, bumpers, designer bumper stickers. I will have them say stuff like, I don't know, all kinds of stuff like share the world, share the road, you know, all kind of like little cute stuff and have them all tricked out. Corny and, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they will say cool stuff. I got a catchphrase. You like, got a catchphrase? Like blinker, all that. I got a catchphrase. What? Come on. My catchphrase is Google me, bitch. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I, I've used that. it. Believe it or not, I have used it more right? than once. Oh, yeah. I believe, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I, was, I was on a job one time. I was going to say, who did you tell that to? <laughs> the first time I ever said that I was on a job, I was uh, I was working doing a, a comedy show, mm. an improv comedy show. And there was somebody I was working with. This was their very first contract they ever had. Now, I've been in the business Ooh. for 30 years. I was the vet. I wasn't, I wasn't playing diva or star right, yeah. or anything like that, but he kind of was, mm. out of inexperience mostly. So I kind of was getting tired of it. I was mm. really getting tired of his unprofessional behavior. So I called him out on it. And then he said, well, why do I have to do this? One, one of the things he was doing was using my props, mm. which you never do. You never touch anybody else's props. Mm-mm. So he, and I'm like, you know, and it was some towels that I had that he was using to wipe off his sweat. And I'm like, okay, I have to use that. Oh, and now it's I- yo sweat all over right. it. Right. So, and I use it in the show. Right, so that is just trifling. Yeah, it's foul. So <laughs> I called trifling. him out. I said, "You don't do that. We don't. You know, it's unprofessional." He kept doing it anyway. He's like, "Look, you have to trust me." He mm-hmm. goes, "I don't have to trust you." He goes, "Matter of fact, you should prove yourself to you. Have to prove yourself to me. Ooh. I don't know who you are." He's like, "You, you know." I'm like, oh, "I've been in this business for thirty Hello. years. It's your first contract. Google me, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Better ask somebody. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Come on. Uh-uh. That's what. And that's the first time I used Google Ooh, Me, bitch. I can't wait to tell somebody that now. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting. And I've used it recently. See, I'm like, don't. No, I'm not Why the one. Google Me, bitch. You, <laughs> Why are they trying you? I'm one of those types. That, mm. I'm just too sweet. Somebody oh. has to knock. Try to knock the pot over. <laughs> too sweet. Oh and then what God. they get is this. It's a bee in the pot. You see what I'm saying? You're stung. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, you know I got your back. So if I know you do. You, I know you do. I'm going to roll up. <laughs> I click clacking in the putt putt, but I'm going to roll up. <laughs> I'm going to hey. make some noise. Hello? Hey, now, y'all better leave him alone. <laughs> that nigga with me. About, right, how about like somebody by my, where they at? Boy, I'm out, Pip. <laughs> tell me who did it. Who tell me? Who did that? <laughs> Touch it, my baby. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. News and Noteworthy. So y'all's people, y'all's people is calling for a Breakfast Club boycott. Did y'all hear this y'all people stuff? Y'all's people. I'll claim them. I'll take it. It is my people. Breakfast Club boycott. (laughs) It ain't going to happen. I mean, it's happening, but it's not going to be successful. So tell me, tell me, because I heard about it, but I don't know all the details. Well, Lil Duval, comedian. 
Ah. Was on the Breakfast Club, and he had some some remarks about the trans, uh, trans uh, well, about trans women and whatnot. And this came on the heels of um, Janet Janet Mock had been on like a week prior. Very mm-hmm. famous trans woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, an activist, writer, author, all that. Mm-hmm. And she was on, and she, you know, stopped by to promote her book and to drop some education mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club ignorant ass about, <laughs> you know, trans life and right. whatnot. And um, <clears throat> so then this guy comes in, like I said, about a week later, and he makes some comments, whatever. And that's... Mm, he just made comment. He said that if he found yeah. out that a woman he was with was trans, he'd kill her. Well, mm. let's, let's... It was a joke, let's, let's, but that's the joke he made. Let's play exactly what he said. That ain't a girl. I met a boy. That means I met a boy. So, are, wait, can we... Are they talking about the um, the transgender thing with Bobby Valentino? Is that what they're talking about? No. Okay. Stuck on that, ain't you? No, I'm just like, where did, why did the, where, where did this topic come from? That's what I'm saying. It's because Janet Mock was on the show. But why would, why would he say, okay, okay. I just, I don't get the context why he would say this about if he found out a woman that was transgender, because everybody knows that Janet Mock is transgender, so why would he be? He had never even heard of Janet Mock. What? He is ridiculous. Okay. Play the clip. <laughs> now I'm just, Okay. Gender. That ain't a girl. I met a boy. That means I met a boy. After four months, she told you I had sex, and then after we're not having sex. <laughs> we're not having sex. Yes, after four months, you had sex, and she said, Duval, "This might sound messed up, and I don't care." She dying. I, I can't deal with no. that. No, that's a no, hate crime. I, I, I can't do that. No, you dog, you do the, you manipulated me to believe in th- this thing. My mind, I'm. I can't. I can't. I'm gay. I now. do think no, I'm gay. No, you're not. She's a no, woman. no. Now on Friday, he also said this. I do agree that you are taking away a person's power of choice. Yeah. When you don't tell them up front. That's why when Janet Mock was there, she said she. Tells there should be all, some type of repercussions for that if you do that to somebody. Go to jail or something. Something. Some like, charges be pressed. So then, until was then, I'm gonna have my own repercussions. So. When Janet Mock was there, she said she tells all her partners. She didn't tell the first one. Who? Janet Mock. She's Who is a, that? A transgender activist. Oh, I didn't know that. Beautiful person. Okay. But you can't go around killing transgender. I'm not gonna kill transgender. I'm not. I didn't say. See here, you go trying to flip my words. I didn't that say I'm gonna kill transgender. <laughs> I said if one did that to me, if you had sex with one and then they didn't, and they didn't the tell boy, me, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm probably gonna want to kill them. Well, people were mad at the Breakfast Club. Said we uh, shouldn't allow them to say that and are boycotting the Breakfast Club. Well, so he, we're asking. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you actually listen to the interview instead of listening to the the, the manipulated clip that people have been circulating you specifically heard or heard us tell him that this is you can't do that it's a hate crime i specifically said you can't go around killing transgenders all right and there you have it Mm, 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 mm. you know how i stand on free speech i'm I'm laissez-faire i really do think that whatever everybody should be able to say what's on their mind but Mm -hmm. you got to pay the price for what you say Right. Um, and I, I don't I think what he was saying is not he was being honest. Mm-hmm. I think it's ignorant as fuck, but it's honest. And again, right. I'd rather somebody be straight up because then you can you can educate him now about mm-hmm. the subject. Right. Because now we know he ignorant. <laughs> so I'm I'm down with that. I, but again, you know, he I think he was kind of being on the lighter side i'm not excusing his behavior mm. but i'm i'm trying to understand where he's coming from so i again so we can educate him this boycott i'm not down with that right. i'm not down with that at all i think you are always in a bad when you try to shut people down because they somebody says something you don't like and you right. try to shut it down yeah. it's always bad news mm. 
always bad news. And it works the other way around. That's how Nazis got in charge. That's how the fascists in Italy got in charge. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how that stuff. And you can go the other way, too. Yeah, very easily and very quickly. I don't even understand why they boycotting the Breakfast Club when Lil Duval is the one that made Thank you. that ridiculous comment. Um, and even as Charlemagne said, they even mentioned like you can't say that you can't do that you know what i'm saying so i don't understand why they're boycotting there you go and and that's that's the whole thing there's two issues here there's the issue of little little duval and his comments and then the issue of them boycotting the breakfast club and it's i don't know just just this world that we live in today there's some good things about it, and we're making progress in a lot of ways, but there's a lot of stuff that I feel like we're going backwards and a lot of stuff I'm not here for. Mm. And this trying to shut motherfuckers down every time they say something that you don't like or um, because they had somebody on their show that said something that you don't like. And I, I'm just so not here for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they know that The Breakfast Club really isn't responsible, but The Breakfast Club is a huge name, and mm-hmm. Lil Duvall is not. Yeah. Well, don't you, know, you think it's... Yeah. Also, loud, squeaky voices that do this. Like, I don't think I, I have a hard time believing that most of the trans community even fucking care. It's like, prob- they got bigger issues, uh, man. Right? Pro- probably not. I mean, a lot of the stuff that comes to the forefront in social media like this are are you know uh, pushed by what's called social justice warriors. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just. But see, every time something like this happens, it happens in our black community, too, where somebody makes a big stink about what something is not was just right. a little pooped. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> it's right. like yeah, it um, you make when it does become a big stink, people don't pay attention. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Yes. That's what a, I, they asked him a hypothetical question of what he would do if he was in this type of situation. Now, his reaction wasn't wasn't proper but i could understand if somebody tricked you or manipulated you in some type of way you would be upset he conveyed that definitely in a in a wrong wrong way but should he be or should the breakfast club or should everybody be condemning this man for that i don't think that's that's just like uh, a couple uh, not too long ago there was another interview on the breakfast club again where rick ross they they asked rick ross um what size bra angela (laughs) wow oh he don't he's lost weight oh yeah <laughs> Which down. level of body shaper is he on? <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, Angela Lee, Angela Yee asked Rick Ross, you know, something about um, female rappers and putting one on, and why he hasn't had that much work with any or whatever, something, oh, yes. something to that effect. And he basically said, like, he felt like that if he would was dealing with a um, a woman, whatever, he'd want to sleep her. with her. And yeah, what the? He, and, he couldn't uh, work with because it wouldn't be. Perf- he just couldn't. He felt like that it, would, on work. it would right. It would interfere with the business because he you know mess around with her and all that kind of stuff, whatever. And people got pissed off about that. Wow. And it's like he didn't say like she would have to you know blow me in order to get signed, or if she hey. didn't sleep with me, I would drop her from my label. He said I don't want to you know get caught up. That's I still think that's a little bit. Uh, off the wall because you can't control your own self enough to do business with. Somebody? But that's not. It's yeah. That's but if the the point is he knows that about himself and whether it's it's whether he was being hype, hyperbolic or not is one thing you know which you know some people might feel like that he was um, even if he was being honest he was being honest that's about 
way he feels about something or whatever and the way he chooses to do or not to do business that's you know that's on him but to have outrage about that come on i think you can have outrage about it still because it is what's wrong with patriarchal society that men don't want to take responsibility Mm -hmm. for holding women back a woman can't go ahead because a man can't control himself right that's something to get angry about i think however I i don't think it's again it's like perspective like all the women's issues that are out there, that is definitely an important one. But like, definitely. there are some like life and death ones happening. Like the same thing with like the trans communities. Like, forget about this nigga on a radio right. show. Like, why so many trans women of color getting killed in America? Nobody doing nothing about that it. Part. Like, like I haven't heard nobody say that this week at all. Mm-mm. That's way more important. Mm-hmm. Most so. definitely, absolutely. So I don't know. I just think there's just too much holier than thou outrage going around because, you know, and, and nobody, nobody's perfect. Nobody not not excusing anybody. But if people are honest to, to share their thoughts, I don't know. It's just I, I don't know. I'm all I'm for just, being honest, but I'm also as long as they're honest about something that you don't that doesn't piss you off. or no, something you don't have a problem they, with. As long as somebody's <laughs> being respectful. I, I think that you can be honest and you can still respect how everybody feels at the table without being rude. Well, I, I mean, I just believe that's, that's not necess- that that's true. Well, well, I don't agree with that. Because, and I don't think it's because you never know what you never know what somebody's going to be offended at. I mean, true people can that. be offended about anything. But the liberal left in general so, has a problem with oversensitivity. Yes. And if you're not 100 yes. yes. pure yes. in your words Absolutely. and thought, and you don't say it the way that they wrote it down in the political correctness book right like mm-hmm. word for word which changes weekly then you are in trouble mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what your intent is doesn't matter what your heart is or even your history yeah. i mean trans people went after rupaul right rupaul because he had the thing she on his show as they thought was offensive and i'm like rupaul has done more for trans and people and gay <laughs> people than many other mm-hmm. as a matter of fact let me speak personally he, when I in the nineties, mm-hmm. RuPaul was the only out black celebrity, male right. celebrity yeah, that was right. out there. I think Tracy Chapman was the female black mm-hmm. celebrity that was out. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was all you could look up to. Luther wasn't out. <laughs> you know, you know, none of them others was out. I'm gonna, right. you know, I'm not gonna call them names because some of them are still around. But um, but they not out. Mm-hmm. You know, he was so like he did so much, and then to say like, don't tear down. Rue, maybe correct, maybe say, hey, that bothers me a little Mm -hmm. bit when you do that. I wish you could find another way to do it. But don't make him, like, RuPaul the enemy. Right, yeah. And don't make Charlemagne and and the Breakfast Club the enemy. They've done a lot for black people. Having Janet Mock on in itself is a significant accomplishment. She's been on a lot, so it's Mm -hmm. actually not that big of an accomplishment. Because it's a regular deal to them. It's not that big a deal to them. So don't tear them down. They're actually... Their history is one that's really good. Mm-hmm. Their history is one of inclusiveness mm-hmm. across the board for mm-hmm. everybody. You got everybody got they say. So right, a lot of times I think there's too much focus on what's said and the way it's said. A lot of times and not the actions. You know what I mean? It's like put aside sometimes what people say, um, especially <laughs> if you can't look at it in context and look at their actions. Look at what they're doing. Yeah, the Breakfast Club they say a lot of, but I mean it's a business. It's a business. It's the biggest. It's, it's the the biggest morning show in the country, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're black, and there hasn't been a show like that probably since Arsenio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, agree. I, yeah. I think they're like the next Arsenio, mm-hmm. and uh, like like Pip said, they're inclusive. You know they they do a lot to to educate their listeners and and themselves in the process. Uh, they show their ignorance a lot, 
but that's part of the you know that's their thing. Even in booking guests, though, you, even in booking guests, like you know, sometimes some shows like they only gonna get hard ass hip hop folks yeah. on this right. show. Mm-hmm. You know some shows are only going to get bougie professionals right. on mm-hmm. there. They have everybody. Yeah, yeah Hillary sure. Clinton's been on there. Wow. Yeah, they have everybody you know, on that show. From Hillary Clinton, Janet Mock, to Rick Ross, I mean, yes, they have, like he Very said, diverse. everybody. That's why I said they're like today's Arsenio. That's the equivalent. You know, there's you know, just, yeah. And they're young and they're black and they're doing their thing or whatever and, you know, uh, I'm not mad at them for, you know, saying you know, this and that and you no. know towing the line or whatever it's it's what it is i mean nobody because let's let's face I, it it's a business it's a business first and nobody's going to listen to somebody that's not provocative that's just not the I way i feel this, some type of way if somebody works. was like felt some type of way about any one of our opinions so but that's people will much li- people that's, already have probably. that's pretty much that's pretty much how it is i feel like you can't get mad because of somebody's I know opinion. as being a fan of the show before I was on the show, like Dino in particular can get some controversy started because Dino really does, like, <laughs> he has his opinion about stuff and it's based on, like, it, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me what to think. I exactly. live in this life and this body. Exactly. This the way I this the way I see the world and I haven't seen evidence otherwise. Right. So this is my opinion. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Now, I live a different life than he lives. We have a totally different POVs. Mm-hmm. So I could see, some, like, the exact same thing differently. Right, and, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. He's seeing it from his POV. I'm seeing it from right, my POV. Exactly. See, that's the thing. That's the thing, and people don't. The whole like this. I know this sounds cliche and trite, but the agree to disagree part. Yeah, what happened to that? People don't have that. People are so like they they're so pissed off when you hold an opinion that's and it's it's always this. Well, not always, but. Many, many, many times, the overwhelming majority <laughs> of the time, in my experience, it's these hard left people mm-hmm. who, I agree. who feel mm-hmm. like they're so self righteous and they're like on their on their high horse for whatever cause, yeah, and it feels like they right. feel like they have the right to to just go at you and to like it's like you're so caring and whatever about this cause, whatever, but then you would just totally rip some other human being mm-hmm. and to shreds because they hold a different opinion than yep. you. Easy you know, or the, 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 the different than yours. Right. right. Exactly. Easy yep. to be hard. That's from hair. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You can find you you you're so <laughs> open hearted about everybody else, but it's easy to be hard on the people that actually like I actually care about you and you coming at me. Right, right. exactly, exactly. Just it's just just crazy. Just yep. crazy. But it's because uh, you like cats and I like dogs I mean you gotta kick my dog when we walking down the street. Okay, one more story about exactly. this. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna let this go. So okay. I had this is actually really does again about being purity so mm-hmm. there's a woman I, I work with this is on the same contract with this with this dude that, that I told to google me okay. so it, was a, it was a woman a black woman who uh, her, uh, one parent's white one parent's black so she's actually interracial mm-hmm. uh, multiracial whatever you want to say just like my siblings are here in California because mm-hmm. my stepmother is white mm-hmm. so I was having a conversation with her about a conversation I had with my sister where my sister says my sister will at, tell you two seconds she's a black woman mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. identifies as a black woman she knows other people see her as a black woman mm-hmm. no matter how fair skinned she is mm-hmm. but her mom's white mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. grandma is white right. and she. Mm-hmm like those are my peeps still I mm-hmm. recognize them and this woman said well I don't recognize that I identify as a black woman you'll address me in no other way I'm like but you are multiracial she goes I am black I was like so you not multiracial <laughs> <laughs> so did I miss right it? and she's like well if I identify you need to call me out for what the way I identify and I'm like I'm like yeah I'm just saying though okay so 
One of your parents is one race, <laughs> and one of your parents is another, another race. race. So that makes that's like that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing, yeah. you know. You got a little this little. I, I'm black. I'm like okay. Oh She's like God. you're you're advocating for racial purity. Is that what's going on? Like you probably have somebody white in your family. I'm like I do. Like a hundred <laughs> years ago, you can go back because I can right? trace it from my mom has the family tree. If you go back a hundred years, you will find somebody white. Mm-hmm. But you just got to go back a parent, <laughs> one generation. Back to your favorites list on your phone call, right? <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm blacker than you, or you not even black. I'm just. Saying you're black and, and you're multiracial. Now look as at well. you. I see both. So well, she wouldn't have it because it was not. That's not the way she identified. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Now, now, now you're stepping on an area of mine. <laughs> like there's this, there's this whole thing with with, you know, in the black community with with mixed people and biracial people and this and that and you know are we black are we not black are we all it's 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 a it's a mess it's a lot i mean it's a lot it's so you think the whole trans uh world and everything is confusing it's just if like you were to like delve into this whole colorism thing within the black community it's it's a lot because it's so divided and it's so split and there's people who like a lot of your sister how old is she She's in her thirties. In her thirties, okay. That's a, a lot because a lot of people her age, the, millen- the the millennials or whatever, coming up, they're like on this whole thing that we're not black, we're biracial, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And it's, it's, this is it's a millennial a, girl that I was talking about. Okay, she just turned thirty. Okay, yeah. It's it's you know it's it's a different thing, and we're not the same, and you know, and of course a lot of other black people get in their feels about that. But you know what though, I have to say, and I'm not. Out of all the different topics, maybe because it's so close, closer to home to me, that people get um, offended about somebody else's perspective about, mm-hmm. this is the one that I understand the hurt more than, well, mm. th- than any other. Mm-hmm. Like I said, maybe because of personal or whatever, but I get the fact that because I'm, you know, I'm kind of on the cusp, of whatever. I'm, I'm not a millennial, but I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to know that there was a time. When you didn't have a choice, hmm. you couldn't you, you didn't have a choice to proclaim that you're biracial and that that's different from black and that you're not black and that you're, right. you know, you're biracial only or that you could be Raven Simone and not be <laughs> identified by, you know, all this mm-hmm. way out different stuff, right. whatever. It's like that's a privilege, whether you recognize it or not. It is a privilege and it, it, it has been earned. Mm-hmm. You know, by the black people that came before you that did not have that choice. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that we were on we were on the on the on the border of two worlds. We weren't black enough for a lot of black people, and we weren't white enough for white yeah, people. That's what I was and, gonna ask. And people you. thinking that oh, you got it made because you know you a house negro. You know you yellow <laughs> and you white. You can pass on, on all that. You got it made. Well, not really. Was really is like. Not only do we not have it made, we're kind of marginalized in two different worlds, right. you know, and and for the most part, you're more accepted by black people because black people have always been. That's one of the I have a lot of problems with black people, but one of them is not. And one of the things that I love about black people it and is I'm a big proud tent. of is that for the most part, we are so like inclusive and or and welcoming and mm-hmm. we will accept Forgiving. you. It's you a big know, tent. It's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like. You know, if you're real and you're down, whatever, it, it's just you one of us. Yeah. You know, we will we will take you in, or whatever. But there was a time when, you know, people like me, you 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 know, 
you had you were black, but you weren't as black as everybody else. But still, you were still part of the black people because you could not be anything else. Right. You didn't have right, that right. choice to be anything else. You were black, and that's all. One drop, you know. And even if you didn't look it, if they found out about it, then you would be treated as such, mm-hmm. you know. And so I understand the the hurt um, that that the older people feel when these people are now saying we don't want to be you we're not you we're not we're not the same as you we're different from you we're not black we're you know so i understand that and i get that and but at the same time you still have to when it comes down to you have to respect respect people's rights and perspectives and if that's what they want to do then that's cool more power to them you know i remember it's a time when um when I was in school and my teacher, because I have blonde hair on my on around my edges and on my arms, and my teacher asked me, well... Okay, I thought you, you were going to say something else. I'm going to sock you right now. <laughs> I was like, the carpet does not match your drapes, honey. It sure does not, okay? <laughs> okay? Unless I have to, you know, buy, 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 the, buy the carpet. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> so so my teacher asked me in school, was I, was I mixed or did I, was I mixed or anything? I have light eyes or whatever. And I did not know. So I went and I asked my mom, like, mom, my teacher asked me, I have like light hair on my arms and my eyes are light. Am I mixed somewhere? And she was like, no. And if anybody asks you, are you mixed? You tell them, no, your mama's black and your daddy's black and you are not mixed. Like as if it was some type of omen or something to be mixed or something like that. And I later found out like growing up, like people would tease you if you were mixed. They would call you names and stuff like that. And I think my mom didn't want me to. I never saw the world that that. way. I mean, maybe because I have siblings that are in a ratio, I guess, but I did see them mistreated by fem- members of our family. Like mm-hmm. I, I saw, saw my aunts and uncles was mean to them because yeah. wow. they was mixed mm-hmm. and I saw it. Yeah. And some of my cousins were too. Um, mm-hmm. But it never occurred. I, I actually, I always talk about Big Ten. I thought everybody was black except for those that wasn't right. when I was a little, little kid. Mm-hmm. Like I thought Maria from Sesame Street was black. She's Puerto Rican. <laughs> but you know, like how like Jamaicans be speaking Patois and be like, sometimes you can't understand them. I was yeah. like, oh, she's just speaking, you know, that black talk <laughs> I can't understand. Right, right. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Spanish is like, you know, like Bobby. I just, that's what I really thought when I was a kid. I thought Puerto Ricans was black because they look black. Mm-hmm. They look like people in my family. Well, some of them are black. I know. Yeah, but the even thing. the light skinned one, JLo, mm-hmm. she looked black to me. Right. Right, she got the booty. She got the. I know people with her skin color. Mm-hmm. Right. The hair, the only thing throw you off, but you right. can get a weave. That part. So, right. <laughs> Jayla could be one of us too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a lot. But. Yeah, and that was just crazy because <laughs> so. my mom's lighter eyes than me. She's lighter than me. She, you know what I'm saying. So I was just like, when I got older and I could really understand that whole dynamic, I was like, wow, that is. That is so so crazy, and I always, yeah, you know, try not to, you know, yeah. But people, yeah, it's it's way. it's a touchy it's a touchy thing because of the roots and slavery and all that, yeah. and um, and then a lot of people are ignorant about different things. Mm-hmm. In terms of well, back when I have a um, kind of a, a show that I do, it's kind of a like a I don't know what to call it, kind of a special thing. We just kind of do it whenever we get the urge. We've only done two. It's called Light Skin Matters, mm-hmm. and yeah. I do it with two other light-skinned podcasters and they're both biracial and okay. i'm 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 not i'm mixed mm-hmm. and one of the guys uh one of the co-hosts of of the other host kind of came for me because i said that i was not biracial i was mixing he in his mind biracial mix is the same thing mm. 
And he's like, what do you mean you're not biracial? Da, da. And it's like, and I, it took forever to try. I don't know. I still don't know that he comprehends the difference between mixed and biracial. <laughs> agree to disagree type of deal? <laughs> no, he just fin- shut up. no, he just finally shut up oh, about right. it. But I don't think he ever totally understood. Accepted it, yeah. Well, I don't know about it, not accepting it. I just don't think he understands the difference between mixed and biracial. You know, biracial is like if you have one parent of one race and one parent of another race. Okay. Which is biracial. When mixed just me in other words, all biracial people are mixed, but not all mixed people are biracial. Mm-hmm. Sure. And because both my parents are black and identify as black, even though my mother could pass, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not considered biracial. And I don't consider myself biracial because I don't have a white parent. Right. Even right. though she might have more white blood than black blood, she mm-hmm. might. But her experience is one hundred percent black. Right. Like exactly. My mother didn't really know anything about white life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She was a black woman through and through, mm-hmm. you know? And if you thought that she was white, soon she opened her mouth, she proved you wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. Very uh, that's true. My, my favorite saying was, yeah, mama can pass as long as she don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> she opened up her mouth, it's over. <laughs> yeah, but okay, well, never so much for that. <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. But uh, anyway, in other news, Bootsy Badass's brother is arrested for stealing 361,000 of them things. Can I hold one? Yeah. From, from his brother. Oh, wait, oh. what? Yes, his brother. Bootsy Badass's own brother did this to him. Yes. Oh. Identity theft. He, he, yes, he made several transactions up to $80,000. Oh. Yeah, and he also was like on the phone with Capital One making fraudulent phone calls pretending to be his brother. And the funny one of the things one of the things that tipped the 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 people off was that um his brother said something about uh a wife and Bootsy's not married. Oh. And I'm like, how does the Capital One rep know that and you his brother and don't know that? <laughs> Or you just like so bad at this shit that you just, you, just you know, forgot. You just flying out of your pants. Yeah, like you talking about call. yourself one minute, you talking about your brother the next minute, like. like you slipping in and out of character. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's probably no easier identity to steal than your own no brothers, brothers and you what? still fucking that up. Oh my God. Oh, you know, this like, you know this person's whole life and you still fucked it up. Like, but, but that, that these begs niggas from Baton Rouge. <laughs> That that begs the question. It was there was a big to do about this. Oh that begs, my God. begs the question. If if your sibling did this to you, would you have a problem pressing charges and 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 you know seeing them go off to jail for this, or would you like be like, are we, are you one of those people that's like, oh no, I would never, no, nah, no amount of money would make me send my it depends on my, my uh, relative to you know, and it's like first of all, you're not sending them, but whatever. That's what I was it depends on which brother. It really do. Yeah. It depends on who it is. I can understand that. I mean, yeah. uh, there's obviously going to be some trust issue, but also you, come on now. I also know some of my peeps. Right. I got a stealing cousin. She knows mm. who she is. She listening right now. <laughs> Shout out to the stealing cousin. On, on the iPod, she stole. Thanks Ooh. for the download. You <laughs> probably stole this free show. <laughs> Thieving <Hey>. ass. <laughs> and if I'm keeping her around and she's Don't still, I cannot really kind of be surprised by that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like I would, I would ex- honestly, if I'm really being honest, yeah. I'm, I'm really being truthful yeah. about this cousin <laughs> of mine. If she was in my close circle and I had millions, right. Yeah. I'm expecting that at some point in time I'm going to catch that out of her. Yeah. And it's on me for not being vigilant of watching her, right. if I'm really being honest. Ooh. Now, if this came out of nowhere, like somebody I tr- like my brother Brian, who is a cop, mm-hmm. um, who actually is a decent person that's always been since the day he was born. If he did something like this, I would be really shocked. But again, my love for him, 
my heart, he's my heart. Like, mm-hmm. I can't see turning him over to, he would be disgraced as a cop, he'd be disgraced mm-hmm. as a father. I, I don't know, see that happen. But I also don't see him doing things like this. So this, it would take me back if he was in that position. So yeah. I guess, it, I, but I also think of another cousin of mine that I'm like, Oh, nigga, you going to jail. <laughs> you okay. going to jail. We got you. Your honor. We ain't even that close. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a good answer. I, I, I'm, I'm down you with that. It depends on who it is. I, I'm down with that. Okay. What about you, uh, Dejan? Um, well, I have two sisters and I have two half-brothers. So if any one of my siblings would do something like this, I would not want to see them in jail. I wouldn't want to see anybody in jail because I don't believe in jail. But um, I would want my money back. Really? You don't believe in jail? I don't believe in jail. Wow. I would want my money back, though. Uh-huh. What are you supposed to do with criminals? You know what I'm saying? Um, I know re- you want to reform. Re- re- yeah, exactly. You but let me say, okay, so. And some, in the meantime, right. what are, can they just, what, stay at your house? Not at my house. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Why not? You don't want them locked up. You don't want them locked up. them in your house. Because you don't want to don't believe in jail. <laughs> they could be right there right here on this couch watch us do the show. No, I believe in you. I'll lock a motherfucker up in a minute. Yeah, oh, it's, it's Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, it's somebody play that, that is drunk and high and they taking a shit on the sidewalk and screaming <laughs> profanities at people. You go reform them. No, I'm calling the you cops. You can help them. Help them. I'm, I will dry by calling the cops to get, come get them. up. So get them. I'm not saying we shouldn't have police. That's not what I said. I just, <laughs> just said we shouldn't have jails like that. Police can just Prison. stop criminals and then let let them go free. No, <laughs> I think there should be more focus on helping people. I think I the really legal do. system need to be changed around the way we do the jail. I really, really but, agree with I that. I think it should be oh, more yeah, focused on helping yes, people that, that's and true. Yeah. more psychological. But and no, more, no, don't believe in jail. Wow, that's yeah. Jail has helped wow. some people. Okay, My so that needed it. That answers your question. Then that you you obviously wouldn't send any of your uh, relatives to jail for stealing from you because well, you don't believe in really it. really my uh, decision to make. That's the judge's decision to make. Oh, no, no. If you decide to, to press, what if you just, you can decide not to press charges. Oh, I probably, I don't know. 360K is a lot. Yeah, that's why I, I don't know. My, my sister and my But wait, mother. you don't believe in jail though. So you know by pressing charges, effectively that will be sending them to jail even though technically you're not sending them to jail. The system is, but you know that if you press charges, that's going to be the end result, more than likely. So, let's I mean, you could plead for, lead- plead for leniency let's, on let's, their behalf, and maybe the judge might hear you as if they make restitution or whatever. So, I'm not saying that you have to I, do I it. Just want I'm my just money back. If we don't get my money back, then we're gonna have to just go from there. Oh, so you believe in jail sometimes? <laughs> I, I, might, I might have to. I might have to call a cousin. You, you, you believe that, in? I believe in. I believe in. Maybe I might have to call my cousin. Okay, so I'm still a, trying to get an answer to the question. So you would not press charges. You you wouldn't you wouldn't send them to jail. Like there's no right or wrong answer. I just want to know what you would do. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Though you don't think you I don't. Would. I don't know. I don't know because. <laughs> I, I, because I, I'm a big like I would have to like really confront my sibling and then like we would have to go from there like okay. we would like really have to pay so what's so what's up well, you, you gonna steal my money so you so, just gonna steal my bread so so you gonna give it back so you not gonna give it back okay we, okay, we, we don't we, we, don't, see we don't have to go to, through the conversation <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, that's how it would happen that's how it would happen I get it I get it I don't know well I don't know how that would happen I don't know who would end up in jail at that point so I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I would I I would have to kind of piggyback off of uh, Pip's answer. It would it would depend on who it was because 
well, I have well all my all my siblings are half siblings. I don't have any full siblings, but there are, are some that I'm I'm close to, and others like there are some that I don't consider half siblings. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just my siblings. We were just raised together, whatever. And then there's some I've never laid eyes on. Mm. So obviously, if it's one of those motherfuckers, they're going to jail, right? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> right? Because I like I don't even I know you. Sure. I've like you know never like laid eyes on you. Don't we don't even we ain't even Facebook friends, right? Like right? I don't know what you know. Yeah, so obviously, the... if it's them, it's like you're going to jail because you just like nigga off the street to me. Yeah, you know. But even if it was like my brother or my sister, man, like if they did it, I still don't think I would because I know them. And if they, the only way they would steal from me, like it would have to be some sort of crazy just way out circumstance like they wouldn't do it like just because they're trying to come up that's how i feel about they, they would not be it would be one of those things like somebody got a gun to their head or but that doesn't make sense because then they would just ask me and they know i would give it to them true that so i kind of yeah okay i would because hmm, yeah, yeah well but it, like say i don't know i'm, I'm See, hypothetical that's what I, said. I would have to have that it would have to i would have to ask that have that conversation and yeah. then go from there so they just they just yeah they, there's no way that they would do it because anything that was bad enough they know I would give them the money, right? So, right. What if consequently, there would no, there would be no reason for them to steal from me. So, that's all they I just but if, it's in a, if you never know what kind of embarrassing situation somebody might get in that they have a hard trouble going to tell somebody, so maybe take an easy way out. Yes, yeah, my, mm, I don't. Know. I just like, can't see my, I can't see like my my sister and brother doing that. You know what I mean? Like I just can't. No, I feel you. Can't see it. All right. I don't know. Um, if my siblings uh, don't so. don't think about it. I'll kill y'all. <laughs> For real. I ain't nobody to worry. I'm, right. I ain't got nothing to steal. So the Game of Thrones have been under some hacks lately. Mm, HBO has, yeah. HBO. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's HBO. No, please don't hack Insecure. I beg y'all, just let it's it. Just let done. it slip. What? No, no. HBO was hacked. Yeah. Like oh worse than Sony. Yeah, and I'm um, dead right here, y'all. And as a result, um, the, the actual, HBO was actually hacked under two separate hacks. There was the one hack. That where they got, um, you like, know, y'all Game of Thrones people are just uh, out of control. You know that y'all are <laughs> out of control. <laughs> you guys are just ridiculous. Y'all gonna hack all the HBO just to get the season out? Y'all is ridiculous. <laughs> y'all love this show. Too no, much. that's not the way it is. It's hackers. They're hacking, and like he said, Insecure was. It's not just Game of Thrones. Mm. It's hackers, and hackers are you know they will hack whatever. But <laughs> no, cybersecurity is that's the new big. Not the new big crime, but that's a huge, huge area where you can fuck up a company. Actually, Man. you can hold a company ransom because information and that tech in that, that 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 you have is power. If you have all like secrets, all of the industry secrets, you have all the stuff Ooh. coming up for the future. You have all the scripts. You have all. It's say like you espionage. Got, yeah, you got, espionage. You got negotiation ex, uh, that's are coming up. You know who blah blah blah. You could you could share that information. Say you got two ac- big actors going to be in a HBO movie. You could say you could let one of the actors know. Oh, you know they offering your co-star more money than Ooh. you like you have that kind of information like that's a lot of power black, blackmail and extortion you know yeah. like if you don't give me this or do that then i'll release this or that you know plus those emails like came out of that's a lot, way Sony way more than there were embarrassing to get some early shows. personal emails where they talked about kevin hart the <laughs> 
They talked about it's Kevin Hart, and they also talked about uh, 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 the president, and they said some unflattering stuff in emails about the president, about Kevin Hart as well. Wow. You know, and all that came out, like stuff that was not meant to be seen by the public, stuff that like maybe you and me could have a little talk between mm-hmm. us about something mm-hmm. that we wouldn't ever want anybody else to know, because mm-hmm. just like us just blowing off steam. Right, right, Now right. it's like that person know in the media. Wow. That is terrible. So, yeah. But now all that's been said... Um, Tonight's episode I got on Friday. <laughs> that shit was the bomb. <laughs> oh my god! Woo! Of all the episodes to get early, that was that is one. This is one of my favorite all time Game of Thrones episodes. It was short. It was very short. It was only forty seven minutes, but it was good. It was good. I damn near nutted all over my desk. <laughs> Minutes of pure bliss. Oh my god, it was good. <laughs> no, it was so crazy. good. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. You yeah. guys love that show. Yeah, so we do. Much. Yes. And that speaking, came up, that came up over uh, hookah last night. People were talking about comes up everywhere. I'm telling you, I can't escape that show. No, you can't. You can't. It's like the the board. You'll be assimilated. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Uh, but uh in in, uh, other game of thrones related news the (laughs) producers uh known as the double d's um is david uh benioff and uh, db weiss they are partnering up with two other producers um malcolm spillman malcolm spillman and nichelle tramble spillman Mm -hmm. um now well before i before i introduce that that's part of the story. There's this whole new genre. Well, I don't know if it's a new genre, but it's it's new, I guess, only because, I, not that there's never been one before, but new in the sense that there are several out at the same time. Right. So and it's, they're calling it alternate history shows. Mm-hmm. And basically, you take some, an event or a major timeline or something like that in history, and you spin it. You know, like the, the first one in recent times is The Man in the High Castle, which is a Hulu production. Which I wa- I watched the first season, um, excellent, excellently done show. Um, the quality is very very good. Writing's good. It's a bit bit slow um, because it is like you know, it's history based, so it's it's pretty slow. But it's very good. I haven't gotten into the second season yet. Anyway, that is about what if we lost World War Two mm. and Hitler and the Axis powers won. Wow. So yeah. So the United States. It's no longer the United States. It is owned by, uh, actually, um, Germany owns part of it, and Japan owns the other half. And they like wow. share, they share uh, dominance over what was used to be the United States. I forget what the the fake the new uh, the, you know the, what the name they gave it in the, the show. Fiction. The fiction. United States of uh, Japanese Germans or some <laughs> shit like that. Right. And um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, on the heels of that, they're coming out with uh, those producers from from The Walking Dead. I mean, not to walk into the, oh. the Game of Thrones. They are uh, me like that. coming up with this show called Confederate. Now, not even a single word has been written yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's been greenlit, just the idea, but that's pretty much it. So there's probably some outlines and some specs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they have not written one word yet. And y'all's people came for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Came for them. <gasps> Well, oh, yeah. I did hear here's about a, this. Here's the thing, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come now, okay? <laughs> All right, because I sat there through yeah, all this, the man, the high castle, um, and, I, and now they want to do this confederate. I, 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 you know, it's an open market. You can put whatever you want up there, and if you get yeah. viewers, God bless you. But why 
why are all these shows about frigging alt-right, crazy, right-wing, racist white people winning? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand that aspect of it. And that there seems to be a sort of joy like in like when people watch torture porn and shit like that and this notion mm-hmm. of like oh yeah what a world would have been if the crazy white people had won let's see how that is like oh it would have been it would have been so you know like in the fantasize that kind of world like really we can't get this world this world right when in, in my opinion the right people in history won that's mm-hmm. my opinion right. because you know the people that were not putting people in gas tanks right the people who were not putting people in the concentration camps and starving them to death mm-hmm. because of their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. The people who were not doing that won. <laughs> so you. that's a good thing. And now this other thing with the Confederates, like, I, I don't care what you put down, but if you if the Confederate states win and slavery continues in America, that's our show. Like, again, why are you romanticizing and fantasizing about on that? I'm, I'm glad you asked, and I'll tell you why. Um, first of all, it's not what people think. Um, and that's the thing that that and that's the danger with jumping to conclusions, you know. But you know, I have a feeling that even after it gets out, what the idea is about, it doesn't matter. People are still going to come for it. And Pip, you said you were coming for it, but I don't believe. I mean, I understand that you are not down for it and that you don't want to see it. And I'm cool with that, and I get that. But I don't believe that you are one of these people that like shut it down. Oh no, I, that's what I'm talking about. Coming for it? No, no. no. If yeah, you you're not a, that. If you that's do a reality you. show about the KKK. I don't agree with that. But right. It should be a reality show about the KKK if you want to make a reality show about the KKK. Right. I think and there see, should be a reality you're, you're, show about you're, the KKK. Exactly. And that's and that's what I love about you. See, I, I knew that you said you were coming for it, but I knew you weren't coming for it. Not I like I mean. said. Not like yeah. yeah. You just are not into it, and that's totally different. That's totally different. You have a channel. Change the fucking channel if you don't right. want to see this. You know, but there are a lot of black people that won't work if they shut this down. Mm. That will work, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are assuming, you know, a lot of the criticism is like, two white people shouldn't be telling this story. Well, you know what? Guess what? Ignorant asses. It's not two white people telling the story. There are four people, equal partners, who are telling the story. The last two people I mentioned, the couple, they are black. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are black people. And this is what they said. This is what some of the comments that they had um, about the, the, uh, the outrage. <clears throat> Regardless of, uh, this is uh, Malcolm uh, Spellman speaking here. Regardless of how awkwardly the press release was phrased, we are involved as peers, as full executive producers, and as partners. Malcolm Spellman told uh, NPR, mm-hmm. if you render us a footnote, the assumption is that we're just a prop or a shield. Our own people marginalized us like that. In other words, we're not like some tokens that signed up for the project just so it can get greenlit mm-hmm. and y'all won't feel some kind of way about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we are full, equal partners creatively. And these, these people, they, they have a relationship, the four, these four people, producers, that go back 10 years. Um, Malcolm and his wife, they have a, a list of credits, Justified, um, um, uh, uh, with Empire and other, other um, critically acclaimed uh, shows. Um, and then this is another another quote. First thing to tell everybody is what the project is not. The project is not antebellum imagery. It is not whips. It is not plantations. It is not celebration or pornography for slavery. And most importantly, it is not an entire nation of slaves. Okay? That's what it is not. This Even is, if it's just 12 states with slaves. This is cool. Listen, this is what it is. The series will likely feature an American... Um, an America divided, where the South has a system which looks like apartheid era South Africa. The goal. Now you said, Pip, you asked, why do this? Why? The, okay, this is the goal. 
they say is to show how today's problems with racial issues, over-policing of black people, disenfranchisement through voter ID laws, lack of representation at the highest level of power is rooted in the nation's legacy of slavery. That is why. And this you ignorant motherfuckers is what you guys are all about. I, I, I'm not, I don't have any issues with their goals. I, these are exactly the issues I say, like, I wish we were actually tackling and talking about. I still think it kind of the idea of this alt history. I don't like it. It doesn't do it for me. You see, I, um, <laughs> I, I got to see the preview because I, I'm all for Black people working in the industry, I'm all for seeing a different point of view. I'm all for all of that. But I'm also all for not not setting us back another twenty years. Like can we can we not continue to do that? Like we already have enough of that on TV already. So I'm worried that yeah, they say that this is their goal, but it won't be it won't come across that way when we see it on TV. So I would definitely give it the opportunity and I hope that they do I hope that they do what they say they're going to do. But um, I'm more about this right here. That no, next, I, be, I, be, I believe. I believe that. But see, that just means it. that just means you're for freedom when it suits you, when it's something that you agree with, when it's something that you like. That's what that's the problem I have with these people because they're the same way. They're just like you. It's like, oh, okay, I'm here for that because this serves my purpose and my interests or whatever, but I'm not here for that because that's something I don't like and I don't care about. Well, that's not necessarily true. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I don't want it to be a negative reflection of black people. We already have enough of that. So are they going to put up another show about a negative reflection of black people? They're going to show us what, like what I'm saying, I'm going to, I'm giving it an open chance to show what it's going to be like. And I hope that they do what they say they're going to do. It's not about trying to please me. Right, well, at least they... at least you're not like shut it down. Don't make it and all that no, kind of stuff. No, you you have a right like to your opinion. You have a right to not like it. You have a right, a right to not watch it. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. And I'm good with and that. And if it comes out and it's trash and it's garbage and I disagree, I'm going to not watch it. I think right. she both. As, as, as well, I won't either if that's the case. But if it's, you know, I'm here for it though. But I'm here for the idea. I'm here for the principle. I'm here for all of it. I'm not here for the idea. But I think that I you're, but, but, I, but I'm open to the idea and I, I definitely see where slavery has something to do with today's what's happening and I yeah. guess I see that I definitely see that connection and how you could do that with a show I just feel still like this holder there's a lot of there I guess you shouldn't stop your art because of the bad people in the world. But I feel like there are a lot of people out there like there's a lot of racists that are out there like, yeah, bring Let me. Ooh, yeah, exactly. I want to live in that world. And I guess that's my biggest fear. But, but they, I don't know that that's going to be happening. But, they, that's my but fear. those people, the thing is, those people don't need this show. They're already here. True that. They're already here. True that. They, they don't need a show like this to fuel them. They, I mean, if that's who you are. You look for it wherever you can find it and you're going to find it wherever and, and you'll make it up if it's not there. I mean, so that's. I don't know. I feel like that's really in, inconsequential. Well, I'm just speaking out of I'm speaking out of my I honestly it. my fear reaction, I which it. I think I, a lot of people did, and it's like especially for black people, it's like oh my gosh, I'm sorry. so concerned that all people yes. don't see us as, as yes. slaves, Can and I, I've been fighting that image my whole life, and mm-hmm. now it's going to come back on mm-hmm. major television or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people are reacting. Well, can to. we can we be cautious? But they even said like it's going to be like apartheid era type situation, or more like you know Jim Crow. And our, I wonder why they had to say apartheid era when Jim Crow was. I mean, similar, but anyway. I hope I hope that they well, do a good job. Okay, I hope they do. Well, on the flip side of that, 
Amazon is developing um, a show called Black America, which is about slavery reparations, and that's headed up by Will Packer and Aaron Magruder. Aaron Magruder of uh, Boondocks. Boondocks fame mm-hmm. and Black mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Black Jesus. Love Black Jesus. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I'm here for it. I am here for it. Now, it's so funny. This slavery doesn't bother you. This is another old history show, though. Yeah, I know, but it's like, it's a, it's a, it's just satire. It's more kind of like on the, on the cusp of re, how can I say? It's more on the cusp of what we need as a people to have some type of positivity shined on us. Like, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for all that positive. Is it? Life. Because there's a lot of white people that are going to see it and going to be like, okay, you know what? Now they want money again. Maybe that's <laughs> not good for us. Well, okay, let me... Uh, What's wrong with money? <laughs> here's a synopsis of what the show is about. The Art History series will explore a world in which newly freed African Americans have secured the southern states of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama as reparations for slavery. The new nation, known as New Colonia, has a tumultuous relationship with the United States government. I'm here for this too. I'm I like here the, for this I, too. There's a satire aspect of it that's intriguing to me, only because of Magruder. So I'm like, I know what he could do with satire. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I mm-hmm. I like, I'm intrigued to see what he's going to do with this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is going to be interesting. I think it's also again, <laughs> a, it's a power thing. It's a power. It's a power thing as well. So the the first example that you guys gave is one where in a alternative history, blacks don't gain the little bit of rights and power that they have in the southern states. Mm-hmm. In this other version, we get all the mm-hmm, powers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people are rea- we were mm-hmm. reacting to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that. I get it. I mean, I'm just not here for black people have to always be you know, shown in this positive light. It's fucking acting. It's it's for pretend. Sure. No. You know, like no other race has that burden. Anybody, any white person can be whatever they want to be without the fear of of misrepresenting their race and mm-hmm. their, all their forefathers and everybody else being right. pissed off at them. Yeah, yeah and the whole their whole community mm-hmm. turning their backs on whatever. Nobody else has to deal with that. No. Only black people. Because and that's I'm, what I'm we've fucking been yeah. Well, so what? Fuck it. It's time for to end. But it can't end until it, it, it yes, ends it can. across the board. White end. people. Can, white people don't even want to talk about it yet. White people yeah. don't even want to acknowledge. They and for a lot of them, it's like, oh, well, that was so long ago. I didn't. I didn't have anything to do with that. And they don't even want to take responsibility for their own systemic racism that's in America. They don't even see it. They don't even see. Like if you tell some many white people about white privilege, they'll get angry at you mm-hmm. that you even say that to them. They don't even know what that means. Yeah. Or when mm-hmm. or when some or when a black person is mistreated in a grocery store or something, and she's angry or upset, it's like, oh, that black woman over there is angry and crazy instead of just being like she was mistreated and she's an an, an unhappy customer it's not we don't you know i feel like like that's the play that we were placed in and we can't change that yet yeah we can we can change it all we have to do is just uh stuff like this when it comes along and and not have a fucking cow about it before it even comes out give give black people the freedom to to explore and to be and to and to act and to do their craft and not be uh uh, not try to make everything about the savior, saving the black race. I'm with you about the like the answer. This is fucking art. It, is, it's not, it doesn't have to always. There's there is some of that, but it doesn't all have to be that. I agree. I agree with that. You know, this goes for me. This goes back to Last Temptation of Christ. It's not necessarily black specific, but like Christian specific. Right. And there was all these 
boycotts and protests before the movie came mm-hmm. out. Before anybody knew, it was like, oh my goodness, Jesus is going to be tempted by Mary Magdalene. He marries her in a fantasy sequence. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we got we, we can we don't support that's blasphemous. I'm like. Is that blasphemous? Like, if Christ was tempted, wouldn't he have had that thought? So mm-hmm. that's even biblical to me. Like, mm-hmm. you, you ain't seen it yet, so why are you making all these things? Because the people who are making it are not people that you know and or agree with your religious. And I remember saying people, because I was going to church regularly then and in the choir, because I'm gay, and saying, like, oh, <laughs> to the choir director, like, like, why are we against this? Like, we haven't seen, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, and and so I I feel you, Dino. You're right. It's art, and art should stand alone. And you can say that's not the art for me, or you know, I'm not yeah. I'm not for all shutting everything down. I'm, yeah, I definitely want to see it, and I'm gonna I definitely want to see both shows and see how they rep- uh, how they represent. But I'm just. We, there's so much negative out there about black people already. We have all these crime shows. We got First Forty Eight. We have all these shows that are about that shows black people in a negative light. I just don't feel like we need to take it any further. I we have a lot to show like us it. in a great light, though, too. This is actually really the best time in television history to be a person of color. Yeah, um, I agree. I there's there's agree. a lot of really, really great stuff happening. And actually, a lot of what I think a movie like Get Out 20 years ago, oh. only, bla- only black people would have seen. Yeah, do you think it would have come out in the theaters? For black people, like the black theaters yeah. in the black neighborhood. And I want to I want to say this, <laughs> too. We, we, want, we need to... Well, I'm, you know, <laughs> they, they, they call this respectability politics, but I don't give a fuck. This is Dino politics as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You can label it whatever you want to, you super far left fuckers. <laughs> um, we need to take and own up to some of this all, this, all this black negativity that we're talking about, you know, that you're, that, or that you're speaking about that, mm-hmm. that we're shown in negative light. We need to take some responsibility for some of that shit. Like these, um, all these fucking reality shows and stuff. You don't have to do that shit. No, you, you know don't. what I'm saying. You don't have to do that. That mm-hmm. it's like that's you're you're signing up for a paycheck, and that's what the paycheck is. You can turn that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people watching. Mm-hmm. What about them? Them too. Everybody. There's enough blame to go around. What I'm saying is, you can't just put it all on the TV people, whatever. Because if nobody signed up to do it and nobody watched it, there wouldn't be shit to put out there. That's true. So that's true. you know, like quit. Blaming the man. That's like the motherfucker out there on the corner every morning talking about he can't get a job because the man. Nah, I'm motherfucker, not, I'm you can't get a job because you're on the corner. I'm not saying anything about the man or they or them. No, I'm no, just I'm just saying you're saying that there there's enough shows already, about. Yes, yes. I'm well, I'm saying, reality TV I'm saying one, instead of focusing on, like on, on, on taking down. When they, when they put uh, when they put stolen cars in, in, into uh, black communities and see what, who's, what person is going to jump in the car and steal it. We have, we have it's so many shows that's outside of reality. That's not even reality based. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Well, if a motherfucker wasn't jumping in the car, then how would they have him on film? Okay, <laughs> I'm saying, okay, I'm saying, did go. they pay the dude here to jump in? A- we <laughs> here we go, nothing. Fuck that, people. That's that's what's problem. I'm so sick of people not want to pass the bug, not take responsibility, and, and want to say fuck all that. Take some responsibility in yourself for your own actions that's what a grown ass person is supposed to do mm-hmm. black white indian i don't give a fuck purple indifferent that you take responsibility for your actions and your part in it whatever is there stuff going on beyond that yes there is but let's we can start with that and i'm not saying that just because you know um one thing has to stop until the other one takes place no i'm saying simultaneously let's check ourselves 
while we work on this situation with the man. I agree. Okay. I agree. But if you okay. if you if you've been if you have had really bad financial situations that you caused maybe even for for thirty years, you're not going to fix that overnight. Mm-hmm. So we have four hundred years of bad racial relations with blacks and whites in this country. It's not going to be fixed in a hundred. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, we got I'm, a lot of work I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, yeah, we need to take responsibility and we need to stop, you know, putting everything on the external and, like, look within it's, ourselves. It's really I, – I, I see where you're coming from and I definitely um, – agree with you but at the same time I do feel like it's a it's a bit of a setup I feel like it's a bit of a setup when you go into a black community or when you go into a minority community and you and you do these things or you do these shows or you or you put these bait cars out there or you do these first 48 type of shows and you don't and there's not the same show or something like that shown for another type of race or something like that so I I see what you're saying we yeah you did the crime you do the time okay I, I you if that's how you feel and that's and I can definitely see where you're coming from on that but on the same time you go into a um, a community where people are hurt where people are oppressed where people um, have been through a lot of things that other people don't usually go through in their entire life then what do you think is going to happen they're exploit that's that's being exploited now I don't, I don't think there's any other way to justify that and that's wrong yeah there's truth to that but like I said they wouldn't catch anybody on camera if they it's wasn't true breaking, if but they, they wasn't also, doing the crime. But they are, you, true, true. But again, I think she's saying like they're doing it in black neighborhoods on purpose. If if you if that mm-hmm. if bait car was right. set in West Virginia and it was a bunch of white people with five teeth, <laughs> they would be the ones on camera. But they don't do it there, right? Yeah, that that is true. That's, that's true. All I'm saying. Yeah, that there's that is true. So that's it. So why why put that extra? <laughs> Put these extra shows up like that, and sorry, and a lot. <laughs> Ooh, it's getting hot up up in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Humid and hot. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, change the pace up a little bit, and we're gonna get to Pip's broke ass hat. Bitch, better have my money. It's, I love that intro because actually that dude saying, bitch, where's that from, bitch, but I have my money? That's from the uh, AMG song. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because uh, it sounds kind of like me, actually. <laughs> it sounds like my voice. That's I'm like, funny. I don't remember recording that. Right. Like, that <laughs> well, you, you know the one that Rihanna just put out, I think it was last year, Bitch Better Have My uh, Money? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, that's, they say that's a cover, but it's really not. Okay. It's more like kind of like inspired by, but like, that's the first that DJ Quick's uh, guy yeah. AMG put okay. that out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna be real quick on this one. I, first of all, let me just say since last week, thank you to everybody that's been reaching out with their own hacks. Awesome. People have been texting me. People have been sending stuff to me on Facebook and Twitter about their own. And so if you got some broke ass hacks, or you just want to share some financial information or some advice, some wisdom with us, please feel free. Okay. We have a Shiznet uh, uh, Facebook page 
that you could do it. You can send stuff to us on Twitter. That's right. Um, you can reach out through us via email, whatever. We will voicemail uh, everything. Yeah, oh, okay. voicemail. I, I we will we, we will and we and if it's great, we will share that on the air. I'll give you credit. The whole thing. I'm gonna actually share a listener uh, uh, hack with you today. Is my second hack. My first hack is straight up from me. My name is Pip Lily. I'm broke ass <laughs> motherfucker. I live in Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. and I ain't got no money. That's fine. So I gotta sometimes get around things with you know being frugal so here is my broke ass hack of the week now we are uh in, in august right now uh summer is just about over we got just a little bit left of some more summer left time to go don't go to cookouts no, i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> no but it's the end of the season so what happens at end of every season is big sales right mm-hmm. so i'm not advocating that you spend i'm not a big consumer and spending but if you got you there are things you have to spend money on um and this is a great time to spend that money and get some good bargains for example now it is the end of summer now but i can tell you right now if you look at my refrigerator and freezer you will find baggies with snowmen on them and reindeer on them (laughs) because after christmas when it gets to be january when the stores has to get rid of all that stuff they mark it down Mm -hmm. 75 sometimes 85 percent and that's when i buy tons it's like 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 a Costco sized version of all my baggies and wraps Ooh, and stuff mm-hmm. like that that I buy at 75%, 85% off because it's the end of seasons, because it's seasonal, because it has snowflakes on it, because it's got reindeer and mm-hmm. snowmen on it. And I'm not ashamed to put my little hot dogs Hello? and my leftover bacon in the refrigerator with my little snowflake. <laughs> Um, baggy because no nobody you know and if you look at my refrigerator right. and judge me by that well you know what you pay too much for your that, baggies that's hard that's what I'm saying so this is so now you're gonna start seeing things with Fourth of July flags on it oh. or suns or something like that that might be specialty things look for those things you might not normally buy those things because usually those, those things that I have prints on them mm-hmm. cost more mm-hmm. well now they're gonna be cheap mm-hmm. so now's a great time to look for end of the season deals get the napkins get the Fourth of July napkins <laughs> get the you know everything's getting ready to go on sale anyway no because Labor Day's coming up. And then shortly after Labor Day, everything for summer. Actually, summer stuff's on sale now. But after Labor Day, the day after Labor Day, everything for summer is going to be dramatically reduced. So a big part of hacks is also knowing when to shop as well. So that's my broke-ass hack of the week is to buy end-of-the-season things at the end of the season. You can get a great deal. Yeah. Now, my listener fan share that I want to give out. This is a shout out, shout out to Mr. R.C. Smith, who gave me this hack. Mr. R.C. Smith never buys napkins. You know why? Every time he goes to McDonald's, Paquita Moss, <laughs> uh, Starbucks, he grabs a handful when he leaves and he goes home and he keeps them in. A, he has a little napkin like container that he puts them in, a little Tupperware thing, and that's where he keeps his napkins. What? Now, he also. Uh, has actually I've been to his house actually R.C. Smith he's a friend of mine he's, 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 he's like I got a hack for you I got a hack for you um, <laughs> napkins And he's, but I've been to his house actually and he has really like nice cloth napkins when he has a dinner party so that's what he has for people when he has folks over okay. but if it's just like oh my god we just got some food from across the way or we just eating off of paper plates he uses the napkins that that's he got smart. and he doesn't he don't buy napkins so yeah. those are my those are my broke ass hacks this I week. I always take um, a lot of napkins when I go to Seven Eleven or anywhere. I always ask for extra napkins and throw them in my glove compartment because you never know. 
for me, I'm a woman, and anytime what? Yes, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> any women, all the, you know what? Y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> oh my god! Y'all see how they be doing me every? I need yes. proof. <laughs> yes. Oh no! Now I'm about to tell you. I right need now, visual confirmation. If the big areolas, if the big areolas ain't enough, I don't know. I haven't seen those. You. I just heard about them. I was just saying. <laughs> no, but call me Doubting Thomas. No, look. Well, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing down over here no. but when but in the emergencies bathroom situation and you don't have toilet paper and you have those napkins in your car handy I am telling you life saving material right there that's, that's God's gift those napkins right there put get those extra napkins keep them in your glove compartment emergencies Yes, I love that hack. Get that's good napkins. Don't be having no linty pussy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't use the recycled napkins. <laughs> don't use the ones that shred up when they get wet, though. Don't use those ones. Uh-uh. Yes, oh. those napkins. We have, um, we have feedback, so... Okay, um, I will start off with one of our super fans. That would be Chaz Samuel Jr. And he says this. He says, okay, the new show is fresh. Love Monique's areola story. Thank Who you. doesn't? Uh, <laughs> a lot of comments about uh, your areolas. And uh, Pip Cash Strap Hacks. <laughs> I can also hear the ticking on the time bomb tension. Clock the show. Uh... Clock the show was famous for. Oh, tick. Okay, ticking on the time bomb. Tension clock. Tension clock. The show was famous for. All in all, glad you don't tone yourself down. Full force, Dino. Is the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chaz. Thanks a lot. Appreciate Thank it, you, bro. Shazia, shout out. Thank you for listening. Yeah. You do get full force, Dino. You don't hold back. <laughs> okay. It's all right. um, we can go toe to toe anytime. We also had. Um, Comments from uh, Rosalind, who said, um, missed the old crew, but like the new crew, too. So thank you and shout out to you for that. Keep listening. Yeah. You'll like us even better. Um, and then we have some voicemails, too, to play. Let's see. I'm excited about these voicemails and all this uh, listener feedback. This is going to be exciting. Oh, I love listener feedback. I like to hear what the peeps are thinking and what's yeah. going on in their minds and mm-hmm. such. Actually, a lot of people. I re- really, this last week, I'm uh, I'm really grateful for personal friends that reached out. I'm really grateful. Like, not only that, uh, Dino and I know each other because I was on another podcast, and some of the fans from my other podcast have followed over, awesome. which is really nice. Some of them had already been here anyway. That's cool. cool. Yeah, bring That's them on. What's up? All right, here Shout we go. We got uh, this is from. Um, well, you'll you'll hear. He'll say who he's from. Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. What's going on, man? This is Be Honest from the No Nonsense Show. That's nonsenseshow.com. I'm here on behalf of Jamie Mack, Jay Smooth, and French Reggie. No Nonsense Show. We're 10% less bullshit than any other podcast, guaranteed. But, Dino, man, we are glad you're back, man. It's been a long time coming. And I need you to understand this, all right? Everything I'm about to say, I'm not putting down the old crew. This is not, you know, it's not necessary for me to 
put the old crew down just because I'm about to give props to the new crew. But man, the new crew is dope, man. The dynamic that you guys have is crazy. It seems like y'all been together, kicking it together forever, man. So I'm loving it. I think it's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to the shows to come. You know, it's almost like your crew can interchange with my crew and we can still have a dope show. So maybe we need to get out there and have like a, a combo podcast party or something. I don't know. Anyway, on to the topics and to my criticism, lots of talk about nipples. Um, I'm not sure if I was intentional or not. Uh, Pip. Pip, put your damn nipples away, man. <laughs> and Dijon, you can send your areolas to mailbag at nonsenseshow.com. We just happen to be experts on nipple to areola ratio, oh so we God. can let you know if it's on point or not. I mean, I know you were concerned about that, so, you know, hey, the offer's out there. If you just want us to take a look and we can give you our feedback, we can do that. Also, as a veteran, I can promise you that trans people need to stay the hell away from the military let me tell you why it takes a real special kind of person to defend this country abroad i don't know if i I don't think any of you guys served i think i heard that none of you guys had served before but yeah it takes a special kind of person to defend this country abroad right how many people do you know here's here's an example how many people do you know they can go out in the desert storm an apartment building with no electricity and kill whoever's inside but they also know the hottest new disco record and accept that there are people that prefer they and them as their identifying pronouns. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, I didn't think you could name that person. I don't know who the hell that person is. I definitely didn't serve with any people like that. So I need you guys to understand the kind of person that is out there serving us abroad is not very tolerant. Um, they, they, you know, they can't be very tolerant if they're willing to go into that building and do that to people. If they're thinking about diversity and, you know, we, uh, you know, we all live in a yellow submarine and we are the world it's a small world after all, they're not going to be able to do that, right? So I need them to stay closed-minded. I need them to have a narrow focus. Like, uh, there's a reason why they're there. So I don't want them confused. You know, I don't want you giving them ideas about diversity. Thank you. I want my soldiers to remain hardened, and I want them to be very opinionated, quasi-racist. I'll put it like this. Had we not dropped those bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, do you really think we would have had this last 70 years of freedom that we've had? We were, the, we were a superpower because we were willing to do what nobody else would do. You might say that's wrong, but I don't think you're giving, a, giving back your Big Macs or Jordans. I don't think you're going to give don't back your PlayStation 4. I don't think you're going to give back whatever car you drive. If you drive a car, maybe you don't. I don't know. But you're not giving it back. I'm not saying that I'm right, but I'm, I got a point. So when it comes down to it, basically, all that matters is you you want want them on on that wall. You need me on on that wall. You fucking people. No nonsense. Oh, <laughs> with the shameless plugs. I almost, I was oh almost God. gonna uh, send him that picture and consider that podcast, but now, no, <laughs> now I'm out. Uh, I'm not anti, but that was an ignorant statement because there are many people that have served in the military Thank and gone you. to Iraq and Afghanistan that have been trans. Actually, there's a very famous Marine. Uh, they made a documentary about HBO, and excuse me for not having his name at the top of my head right now, but they did make a whole documentary about this trans Marine who actually is. She is. She served our country very, very well, and Mm -hmm. she did go through Afghanistan, and she did do all that stuff that uh, he mentioned. Yeah, I I think what I I don't think, if if I may be so blessed to speak for, be honest, and I'm not. uh, uh, I understand this point. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but um, what I think he was trying to say, I don't. This is what I got out of it. I feel like he was saying that it takes a certain type of person to go and do the ruthless shit that's required over there. And typically 
that person isn't, you know, the politically correct, the sensitive, that type of person. Typically, that person is an asshole. Typically, that person is a racist. I think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying that those type people are the ones who make the best soldiers, and those are, you need them to be like that to but do the job that they need to do. Not saying that there's never any other type of person that can do that. I think he's just saying that that's kind of typical. I feel you, I feel you but here's typical. the thing. They are soldiers, and so whatever Uncle Sam tells them, that's what that it part. is. I had a whole conversation yeah. with a girlfriend of mine um, about this because she is totally on the, they are having so many hormonal changes. They're going through so much. How can they fight? If they're going through this, they're a distraction. How can people be in the barracks serving their country if they're talking about Michael is now Michelle and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, how do you think that you think these people walk in off the street and just get a gun and an outfit and go into the military? No, they have to go through basic training. They have to go through a a psychological evaluation before they enter into the military so i honestly believe like if this person is not fit for the military they will know and not allow them into the military whether that person is transgender or not because there's plenty of people that's not transgender that's not emotionally stable or that can't pass the basic training and don't make it into the military so if the transgenders can make it past that and they still want to serve and they still want to do their thing why stop somebody from doing that i also think it's also where we're at as a society in our own heads because we are all of us and i'm including myself don't know that much about the trans transitioning and the trans life like everybody that's transitioning or has a lot of people have transitioned and they've been my friend alexandra has been a trans woman for 20 something years Mm -hmm. she's not going through these hormonal changes she's already done all that she's already she's a grown-ass woman with women's Mm -hmm. issues she's a woman in her 50s and that's what she's dealing with women Mm -hmm. issues in their 50s and she you know she wouldn't be distracted by anything else other than what she would normally be distracted by her hot flashes yeah whatever (laughs) but it's like that's what she's that you know so i'm saying like that that we're also dealing with like oh well i'm thinking like oh i would be distracted because i don't know enough and i'm thinking about this kind of stuff but again if uncle sam tell my my cousin was in the navy my cousin came home with this uh blue outfit dark navy blue outfit on or no it was black it was a black outfit on and she goes it's my navy blues i'm like oh well it's really black she goes the navy says it's blue it's blue and i'm like okay that's what it is Uh, so if the u.s get the uncle sam says Trans people are soldiers, then trans people are soldiers. There we go. All right. So, I don't uh, think we should pay for the surgery while they're in the uh, military, though. I don't think that we should pay for that. Not at all. So, thanks again, Beyond This and the No Nonsense Show, for all the feedback and your comments, brother. We appreciate it. And just for uh, uh, clear. in reference, the light skin, one of the light skin podcasters I was talking about earlier that I did that light skin matter show with is be honest. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Let's just be real. And we have one more quick uh, uh, feedback that we're going to do today. Uh, from this is from our other super fan, BTG, better known as Baylor the Great. Because <laughs> I'm like, when I heard Dino Red was coming back, I'm like, what? Now you know. <laughs> I had my inside sources, you know, telling me <clears throat> no nonsense, you know, you know, <laughs> keeping me up on game, saying that, saying that the legend is coming back. You know what I'm saying? The California legend is coming back. <laughs> He's back already. He's back already. Uh, 
everybody's happy that Dino is back. If you're not happy that Dino is back, then you're just not happy. <laughs> you need to get your shit together. <laughs> Red Rock is back, baby. The Shizday show is back. Hey. It's what the game needed. We've been missing it for a while. Now, don't leave again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shout out to Baylor, Baylor the Great, who has one of the cutest babies on earth. Oh, shout out! And that's saying a lot because my baby was real cute, but he got a man. He got adorable little, adorable little baby. But um, yeah, so uh, thank you guys and thank you all. Please keep the feedback coming. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for all the feedback and writing us in and leaving us voicemails and commenting on the areolas and all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Sorry, we're not sending out any uh, pictures of Dejan's areolas. No, that's not happening. Just to be clear. Because I got a few requests. (laughs) Just to let you know. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Let me get the the nipple surgery. Let me get the stickers first. I'm insecure about my nipple. I don't want to show them. Like I don't want y'all to see my big areolas. Like, come on, guys. I'm trying to cover these things. I'm just gonna get some brown snack plates and take pictures oh of them and tell God. people that's what they are. <laughs> I cannot stand you. I can't uh, stand y'all. Y'all be doing me so wrong in here. <laughs> oh my God. I'm telling you though, little uh, tea, tea, what do you call those t- uh, saucers? Little saucers. Mm-hmm. All right, so don't don't forget to share the show. Um, please, please share the show. Um, please, that means please. means a lot to us. That and giving us reviews, all these things help the show to grow. So, yeah, just, you know, you like the show. You don't have to pay for it. Just, you know, do your part by turning somebody else on to it, you know, and uh, on social media. It only takes a second to share. And uh, that's it. So for next until next week for Pip Lily, for Dejan Monique, hey. I'm Dino Red and holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.